Hello, queers and peers, and welcome to Your Space Closet Takes with your hosts, Franco and Gabe. We invite you each week to come inside and talk life, millennial problems, and more, but keeping it gay. Now join us in the closet where we always have space for you. Soy la 69. Soy la chingona que salió de Riverside. Put it back. Put it back in Riverside. <laughs> What's a Riverside? <laughs> I was going to say um, by the side of the river. I was going to I was going to do a, um a, like one of those like back on the air like radio things. Uh-huh. You know, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, "Oh, I missed the chance to listen to one of those um, one of those Ryan's Roses episodes uh-huh. on Valentine's Day. Oh, yes. I was like, oh. I haven't listened to it in a while, but just the fact that I thought of it, I was like, man, on Valentine's Day, they probably got, they probably got something good. Remember our Exponiendo Infieles era? <gasps> yes. Oh, my with God. With Diana? Yes. Bitch. Hola um, amigos, son pareja. The deepest dive. <laughs> we were literally in a rabbit hole of fucking honestly. videos like that. I honestly recommend. Yeah. Hon- I honestly recommend. It, it, for our listeners out there, you guys, please go watch it. Like, I think, I mean, YouTube has subtitles. And it's in uh, Spanish, obviously. Yeah, yeah it's it, in Spanish, but I think it has subtitles. It might have subtitles for those. But if not, it's fun to make up your own story because trust me, it gets wild. I'm pretty sure you, you can, start put. I mean, you could start. You can put two and two, two, and together. two together. Yeah, yeah. If basically, if you like shows like Cheaters or just like those ex expose type of the scandals, the bitch, when the bitches be breaking their phones, yeah, just so that bitches don't get in there. I'm surprised nobody's kind of done that in. I don't know. In like, I don't know. Just nobody else has done that. I feel like there there is. Really? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. think it's like in that scale. What of was like the girl's YouTube? name? That did the the girl, the main girl that Lizbeth. did it. Lizbeth yeah. Rodriguez. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's so it's so great. Basically, if you love drama, it's it's honestly the best show to watch. Because like, it's a YouTube series. She's always like, "Amigo, ¿por qué te no haces? Yo, huh. no, yo no fui el que." So she walks up to people. <laughs> the premise is she walks up to people. She just she offers them money and couples exchange yeah she to, just goes up to couples in the street out in public and she's like oh hey like i'll offer you some money if i can look through your facebook app pesos yeah at that yeah and just it goes from there like she'll offer more money to look should like more oh, 200 things. for for um, Messen- messenger messenger or what um, they use whatsapp a lot whatsapp um basically like every and then and photos the ra- photos the photos the fo- uh-huh. bitch the no the but, random fa- finding of grinder on a straight guy's app <laughs> bitch honestly it's 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 i don't say i'm not saying it's meant to make you feel good but it's entertaining yeah it's it's like what you would expect from tv yeah you know you kind of just get it so if any if anybody out there has like postpartum valentine's day mm-hmm. kind of a situation yeah i mean you know it's there's something there to give you a little entertainment but but it's crazy how nobody has i don't think anybody's done that in like yeah i think i've seen it on tiktok and i don't think it ever goes like big but see she that's was able one of those to things you have to have charisma scale. yeah I think you have to have a lot of charisma yeah to and then show these show them that you're not scared you know i think i, I don't know yeah it, it'd be so 
I don't know. That's that was crazy. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good show though. I know. We were we were so deep into it. Like we would <laughs> we like it would be me, you and Diana together. We'd all just be together on YouTube and just be like, Okay, so which Lit- we're gonna go in literally, order. Literally go buy go buy dinner or or snacks and then sit our asses <laughs> down and watch Make our trip to Circle K. <laughs> Uh, just watch this whole shit show yeah oh. you know what we we also got her into drag race oh we did yeah i love the like the dynamic i think a lot of friend groups have that where you kind of have that one show that you kind of all collectively like together and you yeah. watch together mm-hmm. you know we're even doing it right now yeah with season 15 of drag race yeah bitch we uh <laughs> you shared the login yeah. You shared the login with, careful, with us? Careful. Careful. Netflix might come for me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Pull a fucking... Oh, God. I can't believe that. What? And they backpedaled. They backpedaled, your honor. Bitch. They did. But I was no like, way. I'm still taking my money. Bye. Yeah. Did you cancel it already? I did. I wasn't even using my own. I didn't pay for it, so... Yeah. No, <laughs> just... I'm just waiting for the day where I can, it'll, it just kicks me out and then tells me like, oh, you're no longer logged in or this person no longer has an account. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't really go to Netflix like that anyway. The bad thing is that I canceled it after it got charged. I think it was like towards the end of uh, I don't know the what month. the fuck they were even thinking. Just doing that whole password I, sharing I don't thing. know. They thought they could get more, more people, more sales. They wanted more money, girl. What's the number one fucking drive of most companies? Money. They wanted your And bag. it's not even that they're not even making money. It's the fact that they want more. Right. And they're like, how do we get more? Oh, we'll make every fucking person in a ho- one household <laughs> pay for their own fucking account. <laughs> Bitch, bye. It was crazy because there was a lot of explanations about how, because people were asking to try to clarify what the fuck the rules were about this whole password sharing thing. Mm-hmm. And I guess people who, like college kids, mm-hmm. they would have to get a, their own account. Anybody who was deployed so anybody like military families who mm-hmm. are out overseas and such wow netflix thank you for fucking coming for our veterans or on our <laughs> and our troops overseas. doesn't seem very patriotic yeah, yeah. down with netflix <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm curious to see i'm i'm waiting for the waiting for netflix to i just hope that. that people actually followed through and actually canceled you know right because the thing is like it's very similar to like james charles um <laughs> fucking uh jeffree star all uh this the other little white bitch what the fuck is his name shane dawson oh <laughs> they all got canceled but then they're still on youtube and they're still everywhere and they still have views and they still have likes and people are still buying their makeup i think and shane, i'm like why are you I think guys shane dawson is still tiptoeing back to relevancy it doesn't matter he still has a platform he shouldn't even have, have you seen should, though that like jeffree star is kind of riding this train to back to you know being on the mainstream yeah yeah and he he exposed his little crunchy boyfriend no listen i'm not here i'm not here for the if you're really not for the little super estrella i'm not here for it i don't give a shit yeah whatever Mm -hmm. but that's what i'm saying people need that if you're gonna say you're not right not gonna support this then make sure you don't Here's the thing. Everyone just needs to stand up and really follow fucking through with this shit. But if you guys are just going to, well, I'm going to cancel. And then you don't cancel. It's just like you're all Just talk. because they took it back. Right. No, bitch. Fucking blockbuster their ass. <laughs> Blockbleaster. Blo- <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Uh, oh, the Amanda Show. Oh, God, The Amanda Show. I like this movie better. Much, Much better. better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God. People better make sure they delete it. Yeah. I'm not here for Netflix. No. You know, it, it probably helps because we have the we have that I, the ideology from being like behavior therapists and knowing that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I've had beef with Netflix ever since they have such a lack of um, LGBT. I mean, they used to have their, their own section and then they started getting rid of it. I mean, I don't really care. I mean, they had they had Heartstopper and they started How, getting rid LA? of they started getting rid of a lot of my favorite shows too. Okay, they got rid of your one fucking Sense Eight show that had one queer, no. whatever. No. Just shut up. No, no, it's not. A big Netflix deal. has just been on this roll with Netflix starting has good just shows. no, 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 no. Not even the shows. Fuck the shows. Netflix keeps playing with people's money. Fucking uh, putting good movies on for like one month and then taking them off because. They got to put other selection, but the selection they have is shit. I'm like, so what am I paying? What is it? Twenty six ninety nine now? Twenty five ninety nine? I don't even know. I, honestly, I just kept paying for the subscription. I don't even know what the fuck the price was at this point. I was paying just to pay. Because <laughs> you're like, well, it's Netflix. So might right. as well keep it. Right. I, it like, what used am I going to do? Good. Get rid of it? Right. It used to be good. Now, I don't even think I open the app that much anymore because everything sucks on there. Yeah. I, I, I'm just whenever i see netflix i always think like okay wow like they added mean girls i wonder how long this is gonna stay they randomly add mean girls and then take it off mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like one month it's there and one month it's not that's what i'm saying and i get it you want to rotate and have different selection but like at least give us good stuff don't just fucking give like us. i miss the olden don't days don't give us fucking jennifer lopez movies <laughs> that nobody fucking asked for like, i miss the olden days of when they used to were you ever were you ever part of that where they used to send the movies? The DVDs, yeah. You could still actually have that. They, they still do? offer it. They still offer it. Yeah. What the fuck? I remember I signed up for it for a little bit for a little while just to see, just to get the feeling. What and the they didn't have great selection. So I had no idea. They still have the DVD stuff. Wow. Yeah. You got to go online though. Hmm. Yeah. I should do that. Because honestly, no. Because oh, you know what? That's no, probably Netflix true. Because I've heard that they had like, sp- like um, specific things only on DVD. You know, what? let's just go back to DVD rentals. Go, let's let's make movie stores a thing again. I'm ready to go back to that. Yeah, I'm cool with that. You know what? I want to ask you your opinion on what bef- before I forget. What did you watch the halftime show? I know you didn't. I know you didn't watch the Super Bowl. I did That's not for watch fucking the Super sure. Bowl. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to full fully watch the performance. I watched like tidbits of it. Uh-huh. Uh and I've heard people's really mean opinion about the halftime show. Uh-huh. I mean, I think and it's that's definitely something that's going to be expected. I I expected so much hate cuz I'm like I'm like I like Rihanna. I like her as an artist. I haven't really been like on the train within the last few years, but like I appreciate her previous work and all that stuff yeah but i knew that she was gonna get a lot of hate just because like anybody of color is honestly gonna be looked at with such a harder scope yeah than normal Mm -hmm. so i just figured that she was gonna get a lot of hate yeah yeah i saw this um this gay that i have on on the social media talking about not on the timeline uh talking about oh bring back gaga 
this is why you don't let just anybody perform at the halftime show. I'm like, first of all, for you to call just Rihanna anybody, you got some fucking <laughs> nerve, bitch. But if anything, the person who's just anybody is typing up this fucking message, <laughs> bitch. That's the thing I don't get is like when they when people say comments like that, like there really are somebody. Yeah. That, from the person that they're criticizing. Right. I'm like, mm. right. Like, it's like when it's just unjustified comments like now anybody i'm trying to think of there's if there's ever uh, just anybody performing at the halftime show i can honestly say maroon five or adam levine being at the halftime show just didn't make sense (laughs) i mean i think that's one of the common ones that's referred to as because like like, one of the worst did they have did they have hits yeah but i don't think they had enough hits to have like a great show Mm mm-hmm Plus, you know, Adam Levine. Mm -hmm. Disgusting. You know, I actually went on a... I I did a little history lesson for myself. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that Michael Jackson was the first Super Bowl performance. First Super Bowl? Like the halftime show? Yeah. See? I don't know. I had... I had it. I was like typing up as you were talking. I was like, wait, bitch. I was like, don't tell me I got my facts wrong. I don't know, bitch. (laughs) I don't give a shit. Yeah, I was. Okay. Yeah. Well, but I was saying, well, I was trying to make the point of, like, I think before that, it was honestly just a gimmick. They used to have, like, marching bands and, and stuff. Mm. So I guess it kind of used to just be anybody. But yeah. even then, it's like, they're at the Super Bowl. Where right. are you? Where are you at home? You weren't even a concept right. yet. Yeah. Just. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, okay. I looked it up on YouTube. I was, I don't know what I was doing on Super Bowl Sunday. I'm trying, I was trying to think what I was doing. Bitch, I can't remember what I did. But I I looked it up on YouTube and Uh I watched the show Mm -hmm. because I've watched the last few years. Like I watched Shakira J-Lo, Lady Gaga, Beyonce, and I saw Rihanna's. And I don't know. I don't get why people just hate on it so much because to me, Rihanna has always been more about like adding substance and more like about lyrics and kind of things like that than being like very showy and dancey. I don't think so. I think she does have performances where she is dancey and it's, but bitch, she's pregnant. Do that, you guys, that, do that. you guys not understand that she's carrying a child? Yes. Plus she was on a fucking platform that could have moving. Right. That could have fallen down at any fucking time. If Man. she did extra movement, she could have fallen down, died with her and her baby. Is that what you guys wanted? Would that have made the performance great? People were thinking, I think, that expecting some Beyonce type of choreography, you know? Like, I I don't know. I think people were just expecting a lot. Yeah. And I'm like... The thing is that they, nobody expected her to be pregnant. So it's like, surprise, yeah. she's pregnant. She announced her pregnancy and she came to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Get over it's it. Like, <laughs> I feel like in people's minds, they're probably thinking like, well, she wasn't that pregnant. Right. Uh, like, girl, she's pregnant regardless. Right. Like, and you got to remember, Rihanna's small. So even her having that belly might be, you know, big for her or like mm-hmm. heavy for her. Mm-hmm. So it's like, shut up. <laughs> and she was she was just getting all this like unnecessary hate. Like, oh, yeah. my God, like. She's like the worst per- performer ever, and she but just- isn't that every year though? Every year it's like oh, every everyone's a critic. Like literally when Shakira and J Lo did it, like why them? Like blah blah. I'm like shut up. Yeah. Again, who the fuck are you? 
Nobody. Yeah. You're probably some bitch sitting on a couch munching on some fucking <laughs> chips or wings or mashed potatoes. Shut the fuck up. I think people don't understand what it is to have an opinion versus like you're just adding some stuff on to just be hateful. Right. But it's like at the end of the day, what does that do to anybody? Yeah. You hating on that performance. What does it do? Does it make your life better? No. Does it make anybody's life better? If you saw no. it and you didn't like it, I mean, change the channel or get up and go, go buy, get yourself some more food. <laughs> go just leave. restock. Just leave. That's it. <laughs> it's that fucking simple. Nobody made you sit there and watch the performance. Yeah. And you're probably watching the performance because you're probably watching the football game. You know what? If the performance is not living up to your expectations, leave the fucking room and come back when the fucking game is back on. Yeah. You know what that And if you're a gay of? that's just watching for the performance, shut the fuck up because you wouldn't even be watching that performance if if that performance was even there. Yeah, it clearly interested you at some point if you were just like, well, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a shot. You chose to stay and watch. Well, no, first. I mean, there's people that just tune in just for the halftime show, which yeah. is great. Whatever. But if you don't like it, change the fucking channel. You literally tuned in just to watch the performance. If you don't like it, tune the fuck out. You know what doesn't make sense to me? What? That reminds me of people who go to comedy shows to be hecklers. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> no. Have you I, Have you seen that? I've seen that. And it's so annoying. And it's like if you're going in there, first of all, as someone that's been to the Bianca Del Rio show, like I know, first of all, I went there because I want it to be there. Mm-hmm. but going and in there i knew the potential of me po- potentially being able to get red and i was not a and i th- honestly that would have been an honor that would have been a huge as honor it would have but it and even if okay so like if wait, you're wait, going there you first of all you know it's not pc right exactly you know it's not going to be pc you know it's not it might offend somebody but again comedy is like offensive sometimes it's borderline offensive yeah does it have to be no there's comedy that's different if you like that kind of comedy go to that kind of comedy show yeah but if you're gonna go see an insult comic like bianca del rio or different other joan rivers rest in peace you know if you would have gone to go see one of her shows you know she's gonna fucking say some stupid ass shit that yeah but you know that's her her style of comedy. Like it, you're going you're you're going in knowing knowing that this is or at least style. you I hope that you know and if you don't know then don't be upset when you hear something you don't want to hear. I mean, because even then, if you if if you're getting invited by somebody and you know you're going, you know you're going to a comedy show. Right. They're gonna tell you what it is. Like, oh yeah, girl, this is the comedy show. You want to go with me? Right. Be open to the comedy. Right. Because you're. It's kind of like you're entering a different world at that point. Yeah. Like, Especially also another thing to keep in mind: if you are going to a comedy show that's by a drag queen, yes, oh, or by God, a yes. queer performer. Uh-huh. Just know that queer co- queer culture is completely different than straight culture. Like we say some stupid ass shit <laughs> and we push the border sometimes and we call each other faggots and we call we like there not not everybody. No, Again, right, this is right, not right. everybody's cup of tea, but there's for the most part we take our insults and turn them into like like badges of honors yeah. that we wear around i mean you've seen the joke before you know how people say the reference of cigarette in the uk means fag yeah. and there so there's been like those kind of jokes right, right. but obviously we're playing on the word right the slur mm-hmm. that you know we get called as gay people which yeah. is faggot you know yeah so it's it's literally us turning that hu- you know the things that we face in our lives and just trying to make it funny right right yeah because it's like 
we got to laugh at it at some point, you yeah. know? And mm-hmm. even then we turn it around and try to embrace it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you say that's so gay, do you know what you say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hillary Duff. <laughs> the, the true ally. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So be, haters. Haters. What, Franco, do you have anything to say to your haters at this time? Suck my dick and get in line. <laughs> I have a long line. Right now I'm serving number zero. Negative one. Negative one. <laughs> you might be like hater number 200 and something. Go to the back of the line. Do you ever feel it? Have you ever felt at any point you had haters? I've had I've had haters before. Yeah. Haters going to hate. Haters are going to hate. I, one of my old best friends used to be my number one hater and was praying for my downfall apparently. What? Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it's not my fault that half his men wanted me. You know, it's not my fault. Yeah. And again, unwarranted, uh, unwarranted. I didn't do anything. I was just myself. Yeah. Lo and behold, I I can't help. I'm so appealing. I have charisma, uniqueness, nerve and time, I guess. (laughs) But yeah. See, that's part of me. Why I feel like that's part of why I feel like I couldn't handle being famous yeah i don't know well i mean the thing is is like if when when you're in the spotlight or when you are somewhat famous so even you as a content creator whatever you need me you need to be (laughs) ready to have those negative comments because again you're not gonna be everybody's cup of tea ever Mm -hmm. you're not gonna please everyone you know and you have to do the art that you do and the things that you do that makes you happy of course, being aware of being uh, aware of like you don't want to offend someone. Yeah. And by offend, I don't necessarily mean like anybody who just decides I'm offended, but yeah. necessarily just like truly yeah. honestly like being blatant offensive. Stuff. Yeah. Blatant offensive. Yeah. You know, so it's like with that, again, to quote uh, Ben Parker, is that his name, right? Ben Park. Yeah. Yeah. With great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. And with great power is going to come big ass haters, you know? Yeah. And just know that you like for if you're going to be in the spotlight of, in, of any sorts, mm-hmm. you're going to have that heat and you just have to either not read the comments at all or read them and just like ha- like literally yeah. water off a duck's back. That's literally me like in my head. Yeah. I will just be like oh my gosh, like, what are these people going to say? Like, or I don't know, even in the process of like me making my I mean, memes, bitch, right? There's been times where you've gotten like a mean ass comment and like you hit me up and you're like, this person's bullying me. And I will literally go into the comments and be like, get the fuck off. And I'll <laughs> literally read them to filth and yeah. they move on. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's just that simple. And it's like, I've told you, like, don't let it get to you. Like, obviously someone's going to find a way to be offended or, and again, just keeping in mind that when I say being offended, it's like they're going to find ways to complain and be as opposed to it's something like if it's if I see something that's really offensive, I'll be like, bitch, you take that shit down. Yeah. or like, what the fuck? I'm going to have to talk with you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I luckily that's never happened. Right. But I don't know. I get so in my head about like what other people think. Yeah. And stuff. You know, and it's he- funny you mentioned that because I think Willow Pill literally tweeted oh. something i literally liked it i liked it actually and i follow her on twitter and i she came up on my feed and i was like she says something about like taking back her or going back to her what she likes to do because she's been so focused on like 
catering to yeah, everyone. It, it honestly, it, yeah, and that it, it's been draining for her. So I'm like, good for you, girl. Like, do your thing. And again, just reiterating what I said. Like, if you do something that you really like and you like doing it and the way you like doing it, whoever's gonna like it is gonna like it. Don't be worried about how many likes you're gonna like. You're gonna get how many how many comments if everyone's gonna approve don't be so scared of that and just put it out there because someone out there thinks just the same way you do and finds the same things that you find funny funny Mm -hmm. and those those people will come yeah you know (sighs) it's it's just hard you know i fucking hate rupaul because like i feel like as i get older some more little bit more of the shit that she says yeah starts kind of clicking with me yeah you know um i don't know if it's me and my uh, getting advanced in age that my brain is kind of rewiring and be like starting to care a little bit less about uh-huh. what people think. Yeah. You know? Um, so just, I'm, I find myself talking to myself a lot more to just mm-hmm. be like, Oh, like forget, you know, the people just put your shit out there. Yeah. And, you know, move on. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have my, my RuPaul moment. Exactly. And, and that's what you do. That's what you do. You <laughs> silence the words. You start telling yourself that you're good enough. Let go of your inner saboteur. Let, let go of that inner saboteur. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, literally, like, it's something that I've had for a while. Like, even as my teens, I just kind of told myself, like, just do you as you would do it and don't let the. And don't get me wrong, there are times where I was like, fuck, like, people are looking at me or I felt uncomfortable. But, like, at the end of the day, you just got to do things the way you want to do them. Yeah. You know? And it, I mean, even here with, with the podcast, like, I sometimes like put a lot of pressure on myself where like i'm like what do i like what's gonna get us the most interactions and uh, like i'm trying to think of like how to do it but i'm like well no the reason why i liked doing the podcast was because i just wanted to sit down and have these conversations with you yeah that we you would normally have on a on a daily basis or every other day um we would hang out and (laughs) yeah we'd literally have these conversations and you know i was like well it'd be great if we just add a Mm -hmm. add a few mics hit record and whatever comes of it and we got some really good responses in the beginning so then uh, when i got the good responses i was like okay okay we've got people how do we keep them how do we get more oh my god it's so crazy how you get like wrapped up in that that's why i say i even on my like on my meme account and stuff i try to be like more personal now i i used to avoid like i guess showing my face and things like that or just interacting with people like that i just get so self-conscious and then I'm a gay meme page, right? And so I think... Are I, you? No, I'm <laughs> I think because I, I like basically put a lot of pressure on myself to be like, well, I know there's a lot of gay men and I feel like the pressure... I, I, I guess I felt like pressure to be like, okay, well, I don't really look like... Like conventionally attractive, I guess. Conventional, um, you know, social media gay. Yeah. You know? Here's the thing, though here's the tea we have a lot of those and that's, and that's what i tell myself and that's exactly what i tell myself and i feel like lately the gay community and and you know and not necessarily all of the gay 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 not necessarily gay not all the necessarily like all the gay community but most of it have been on this trend of like you know being into big boys and being into others and not necessarily the most conventional attractive guys and there's kind of there's kind of being like a shift of like what's going on in the world and kind of analyzing our community and kind of changing the way we think and what we find attractive and that's great because 
you know, now people are giving other people who don't necessarily look normally conventionally attractive, which I'm not reading you or saying you're not attractive, no, right? No, no. What I'm saying is like you're not like the other gays. You're not like the white twinks and the white, white muscle buff gay. muscle gays or twink <laughs> that go on the Atlantis cruise all the time. I'm not you don't look like that and that's fine. There's yeah. people that are going to find you and there's people that are going to like you and there's I mean even on TikTok I'd be following guys that don't normally look conventionally hot. But I love their content. I love their humor. I love the way they are, and, yeah. and I follow them for that. Yeah. So that's what I. That's what I. That's how I try to tell myself. And like, well, you know, there's enough of, or not enough, you know, because there's. I. I'm not trying to be exclusionary, but it's just the fact that there's a lot. Of we that. there's a lot of people who have been pushed out or like don't get put out there. Yeah. You know, um, because I mean, if you look on the explore page, I mean, you're more likely gonna find. Uh, like especially for gay content, I mean, you're mostly gonna find like white babes. I don't know. Who, I don't know who. I don't know who needs to tell you this, but your explore page is made up of things that you like. So. Really? Because no, I I refuse that that's true. Because I will get like baby. The algo algorithm doesn't lie. The algorithm doesn't lie. No. No. Just, listen, you just expose yourself. You'd be liking white tricks. It's fine. <laughs> It is fine, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> you're, so you're stupid. exposing yourself. Ah, everybody, full circle. <laughs> In the words of Gio Gunn, there's room for everybody. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the thing. Like, people are now more accepting and, you know, again, there's a lot of the same. Yeah. You know? I think I just, I try to, I think everybody out there should just try to, take that leap you know i think yeah. the hardest part is just taking the leap and actually putting yourself out there yeah um anytime i do like a video mm-hmm. i first of all i delete it a lot of times or I like i'll be like oh, i don't like this one or i'll do it again and again and again because like i'm just like analyzing every little thing that i do mm-hmm. do you do that do you have like that perception of you when you no. see yourself in a video N- no i do uh videos no pictures i might take a few and then pick the ones that i like uh-huh but I mean, it's it's Instagram, it's social media. I mean, you know, I, but again, I'm not gonna have the best angles every single time. But you know, I I do also try to keep in mind something that I saw is like, you know, social media. I don't know. I was like, it was like this meme where like you were staring at a mirror and like it was beautiful and perfect, and then the background was just like all in chaos. And uh-huh. it's like this is what social media shows you, and then the rest is like. But oh, this is yeah, a reality. Like the it. iceberg thing. Yeah. You know, where it's like 10% yeah. is on the surface and then yeah. 90% is below. And then below. the rest, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, that get is. rid of perfectionism yeah. in 2023. Of course. Yeah. That's why sometimes when I go on, on like Instagram and stuff, like sometimes my hair is not done all the way. Because I'm like, girl, like my I'm not going to be done up 100% of the time. Exactly. And people relate to that. People, you think you're the only one like, that I w- has... Two jobs. You're the. You think you're the that's only what I was gay say. that's like, struggling. Bitch, and, I will literally like, probably film. under. Uh, you think you're the only gay that's late to work to get some coffee? No, <laughs> you're not the only one. I'm pretty sure there's a I'll lot. I'll do of like us. a quick story or something, and I'm like literally in my car right before work or just on a lunch break or something mm-hmm. or like in between jobs. But and see, like, oh. that's that's normal. That's regular. That's that's relatable. That's what we want. Yeah. So you know, just do relatable content. Be a relatable queen. Haters gonna hate in twenty twenty three. But haters are I mean, gonna hate. Let them hate. They're bro, always gonna hate. I was gonna. Say, I was just about to say that. I was like, they're always gonna hate. 
And if they don't hate you, they're going to go find somebody else to hate. It's just, that's just how it is. Yeah. You know? I mean, honestly, people can take their comments somewhere else. Yeah. You know? Take their buttholes somewhere else. Remember what I said? Their opinions are not being called buttholes here. I should probably u- utilize the uh, the block button. No. No. I don't really block people because I'm just like, don't. I mostly ignore it. No, just ignore it. Yeah. Just ignore it. Either let your followers handle it, at a.k.a. me, or just let them be there. It's yeah. an extra comment. Mm-hmm. It's more. It helps. It helps you being put out there. <laughs> but like interactions bad, bad publicity is good publicity it will in this in the form of social media yeah, yeah. exactly yeah uh, engagement is engagement. It's engagement is engagement whether you like it or not baby yeah so by you putting that hateful comment babe you helped me thanks <laughs> thanks for adding an extra like, comment tally thank, on my thanks thing. for pushing me on the, on the algorithm now i have two comments yeah <laughs> thanks babes but like it's one more than i had before right exactly so you know yeah. it's just the way you got to think about it Okay, okay, so you, look at you, Franco, being motivational. Yeah, always. All right, so now that we've taken our 30 minute spiel, <laughs> now to get into the good part. This might be a long, a little bit longer of an episode, but it's an episode I've been wanting to do. It's an episode that I've been struggling with. It's an episode that it's, not, it's something that I've been dealing with for a really long time because I'm like, I don't know where to stand. And so just a, a quick, I guess, note or heads up to anyone in the trans community or anyone. Yeah, if any, you know, any of our trans listeners um, or supporters, you know, allies, people like that. Yeah. Um, so this episode, we're kind of going to go into, you know, just talking about Harry Potter and some of the, you know, controversies and issues kind of surrounding, uh, you know, the author. Yeah. Um, so... We just wanted to kind of give anybody out there who's listening who um, might be, you know, sensitive to talking or listening about the subject or just want to ignore it. You know, that's yeah. obviously a valid response. Yeah. Um, you know, some people just don't want to deal with it or mm-hmm. not necessarily not deal with it, but it's just like they don't want to give it attention. They don't want to yeah. um, acknowledge it and things like that because it's hurtful, you know. So we just wanted to kind of put that out there for anybody out there who's listening. That yeah. Before we kind of move forward, if right. this is not the episode for you, yeah, then, you know, and, we totally and understand. just to keep in mind, you know, if you do decide to to stay, obviously we're going to do a closet take style, trying to be <laughs> as funny as I can and bring dicks and ass into it, and just keep it light, but still try to hit a topic that's still kind of like very like again with the release of the of the game. Yes. I think it's something that got brought up brought up and it brought stuff into the surface and it kind of just put it in my face again. It yeah. kind of just. There's just been a lot. There's been yeah. a mix of responses. So, yeah. um, you know, or a mix of responses and opinions from yeah. um, people and the author and all of these things. So well, I'm, I don't know if I've heard anything from the author being said. Did she say something? Not about the game per se, but I'm just like, no. like things no, 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 in no. general yeah, yeah. that we might things talk about today. Yeah, yeah, You know, as you all know, we here at Franco and I here at Closet Takes Podcast are obviously trans supporters. We love our trans listeners, the everybody in the community. Uh, we're very we try to be very inclusive and you know using an inclusive language and things like that so yeah so i think yeah and also if you guys want to give us feedback on how we might have handled it if you guys think we maybe should have handled it a little bit better of course just keep it you know friendly yeah. you know where people were w- willing to learn and we're willing to take feedback and cr- constructive criticism uh, as long as it's constructive and <laughs> yeah 
If it's not, and if you're just being rude, then we're probably just going to tell you yeah. to fuck off or yeah. not but answer at I, all. I think this kind of goes into how you were saying, you know, wanting to talk about or do certain episodes and, you know, contrary to what uh, people who are listening might, you know, think or yeah. react or kind of yeah. talk about. Yeah. And we, I've always said I want to do topics that might sometimes be uncomfy and, you know, try to take it in a light tone and try to deal with it and try to put my two cents into it. And that's it. Yeah. So, yeah, let's 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 do it. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, obviously, with the release of the new game, uh, there's been talks of like people who bought the game are transphobic people who don't support the game. And, you know, there's been a lot of those responses. Yeah. So which I mean, I don't know if anybody does need context, but yeah. For anybody who doesn't know, the Harry Potter creator, author, uh, I don't even know if I want to say her name. Just She who own. must not be named. We're <laughs> going to use her own shit against her. <laughs> she who go. must not be named? Yeah. Okay. So she If you need a reference of the name, you can look it up. I'm pretty sure it's not that hard to find because- but like, We're bitch, not trying to give her the airtime. Yeah. The bitch is all over the place because of the fucking books. <laughs> I mean, she, she wrote good books. What, yeah. what can I say? Yeah. So um, she who must not be named. Yeah. Creator, author- who created Harry Potter series. Yeah. She has just said a lot of uh, negative comments in the past mm-hmm. and still now, and um, this kind of started within the last few years and yeah. she's just kind of been on a train roll with that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if train roll is a thing, but I'm going to go with it. <laughs> so she's just said a lot of negative things about like the trans community and just saying that bottom line, that trans women are not women and you know, the whole argument about the bathrooms yeah. and yeah, just, you know, every like conservative thing you can just kind of think of. Right. Yeah. Um, she's ba- basically just, what is it, the term? She's been called a turf, which is like a trans exclusionary, uh, f- radical feminist. Yes. Uh, that's what it is. Uh, that's is that what it sounds. Yeah. Like? I, lo- I, I never, looked it up. I yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, I didn't even bother basically like she believes in women's rights, but I, I just, not the fact that basically trans women are excluded from women's rights. Gotcha. Got- gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. See, when they called it a, th- a turf, I thought it was just like a turd or like some kind of like yeah, <laughs> like slang. I thought like it was some kind of just some negative slur. comment. And I was just like, yeah, she's that. Period. Yeah. Work. That's exactly what she is. I thought it was just like turf. I thought that was a something about like oh she's like her turf. Like this is her opinion, and she's standing on her hard on her opinion. Like that's her turf. That was, oh really? I that's that's I what you got. That's. I was I didn't have a lot of context clues to go off of. Right. Okay. So that makes sense. <laughs> that's okay. what I thought. I'll, it I'll was. give you that. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I was using my uh my college education there to read yeah. that introduction. Yeah. So yeah. So that anybody who didn't know that's just that's the background to that. And so in the last couple years, I would yeah. say two, three years, this game ha- there's been a Harry Potter game that's been in development. Oh, it's been more than that. Has it been more? It's been more than a few years. How long has it been in talks uh, for? It's been a really long time. It's a very anti- anticipated game. Yeah. Um, by a lot of Harry Potter fans. Yeah. And I think this actually might have been way before she even made her stupid little comments. I think it was. I think it. I honestly, I think it was a Which huge was like, pushback of the of the reason that because the game had been delayed multiple times and I most a lot of it was probably over COVID. You know. Yeah. A lot of that stuff obviously that and they want they really wanted to do a really good game Mm -hmm. i remember just it being pushed back and 
I just remember the whole Harry Potter community being excited for it. Yeah. And I think that it was way before she made her comments. And then after she made the comments, it was like, eh. and then there's a delay. And so then people were like, oh, it's because she was doing that. Well, there was a speculation whether or not they were going to cancel the game. Right. Because they thought that, like, oh, like, well, nobody might buy the game now because yeah. um, she has been making all these comments and right. it's been reached with a lot of negative like negative criticism and yeah. rightly so, you know? Right. So I think there was a lot of speculation, but the, the game company, you know, they continued forward with the project, but yeah, it, ha- yeah. it has been in works over the years. And so this, that means, that means the licensing thing was, you know, done since way back when, cause they have to first secure that before yeah. they do anything else. Right. Exactly. Uh, so, okay. So I guess I'm going to start off by saying, I was in a really I was in a really tough spot with the whole thing. And the reason why was because I obviously am a big supporter of our trans community. So I was like, okay, well, what how can I better support the trans community? And I was like, okay, well, you know what? If she wants to be a fucking asswipe, then I no longer will be buying stuff. And I literally told my family right before Christmas, don't buy me anything Harry Potter themed. Don't buy me anything Harry Potter. Don't get me anything. And were they family, shocked? They were shocked. They were like, really? I was like, yep. You they're had like, but them why? gagged. They're like, but why? And I told them why. And they're like, so are you serious? I'm like, yeah. Like, I'm not going to support her if she's going to be doing that. Like, it's just not, it's not cute. Yeah. And so, so I, I did that and I, and I haven't purchased anything in the years that have followed. Yeah. With the exception of the game. And I'll get into this later. Yeah. But like other we than got time, but, right? But other than that, everything else I have not purchased anything, any merchandise. I used to buy socks. I used to buy, go to Universal's and buy any wands, and everything, anything and everything. The, anything I can grab my hands on. The newest, I would uh, do it. Boxes. What is it? They had like the newest box editions. All the box the bo- sets of the, the books. Yeah. The the illustration books, which they're still being made. There's apparently some other ones also being made. So Did like, you buy the new DVD sets? I had. I didn't. I didn't because only the one, be- the one thing, the one thing I didn't because I was like, I already have the DVDs. DVDs for me are not really as valuable as for like books. Yeah. And just the fact that there's new artwork and new covers. I always got excited. So I obviously I purchased the books. Yeah. So with that being said, I just completely stopped buying Harry Potter merchandise. Anything just Harry Potter. I just avoided it. Yeah. Uh, within the past few years. Is that hard for you? It was very like, just hard. like honestly. Yeah. It, it was very hard because again, I th- and here and this is the thing. I think I speak for a lot of people who grew up on Harry Potter, loving Harry Potter, where you're kind of stuck in a situation where you're like, I love my community and I want to support my community, but I love these books. And it's not that we can't support the trans community without with having to let go, but it's too a lot of queer people who love Harry Potter, I feel like it's a lot more meaningful or like more, more, uh, what am I trying? What's the word I'm looking for? More, more deep, mm-hmm. more like there's more, there's a bigger rooted thing within us. Yeah. If I think that's what I'm trying to say uh-huh. as to why we love Harry Potter. You know, I, I think that a lot of us, you know, the themes in Harry... We're going to get into the themes of Harry Potter. Well, let me ask you this. When did you first, like, start reading? I, I mean, mean, I know you're girl. old, so you, it's going to be... 
how how far back are we talking? Wait, did you just call me old? You fucking yes, bitch? as somebody who is a few six months older than I. Okay, I I am respectfully actually no, I am disrespectfully asking you how yeah. how far back when did you when did you first start back in the olden days? Uh, I want to say probably nineteen ninety eight, nineteen ninety nine. So you probably like seven, seven, like seven, eight. eight. Yeah, yeah. You know, went to the library. Yeah. Actually, maybe a little bit after. Uh huh. Because I, I don't even think I was. I think I was in fourth grade when I read. No, third grade. So I was like, I think I was like eight years old when okay. I read. So the then, yeah, first, that's, that's when I read about... the first book. Because I know I was in fourth grade when I read the second one. Because I was really excited that the second one had came out. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna read it ASAP. I, I definitely agree with you that it 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 has like a bigger picture to it. as far as like how it resonated with people it resonated with here's the thing that's the word i was looking for it resonated with a lot of people but i think it really resonated with queer people yeah right because if you think about just the story it's about this kid this young kid who is living with family that hate his guts doesn't understand why right Uh uh-huh always feels left out and then someone comes and tells him something about his life that he didn't he, even, he find, finds a part of himself that he didn't know was even there mm-hmm. you know and then from that moment on he's able to leave that place where he doesn't feel welcome where he doesn't feel like he's in he's he can be himself mm-hmm. and he's introduced to this world to this to this like other place that he can go and he can be his most most authentic self doesn't have not to hide. have to hide is accepted well, not by everyone but he's accepted by a lot he's loved by by a lot he has family he has friends he has people that care about him genuinely care about him yeah despite him being who he is mm-hmm. and actually in spite of him being who he is people love him people respect him people admire him yeah right because obviously he's the boy who lived blah blah blah, the dark wizard so i think it resonated with us because a lot of queer people were sometimes not safe at home were not wanted at home did not have friends did not fit in i mean just look at the symbolism of him you know living in little closet in a closet exactly (laughs) and that's it kind of also just obviously this is kind of going into the movies but i mean even in the books right it talks about how small it is right yeah so it kind of also gives you that that physical symbolism of kind of what it can feel like emotionally or Mm -hmm. mentally you know when you're in the closet or things like that just like you know you're kind of just like in this space and you can't you don't feel free you know you just feel like the pressure of what is expected from you so it's kind Mm -hmm. of like there's just things in there that in within the whole series right that people just looked at and whether or not that was you know she the author's intention it doesn't matter because it, it's kind of like music you know it resonates with people how it resonates with them you know what the messages that they see and the messages they get and so that's why with the queer community it was so impactful yeah here's the thing is that uh, the thing is that i feel like she did mean for it to it she did intend for it to resonate with those that don't fit in yeah and i think she might have had the queer community in in mind 
Yeah. But maybe not the whole queer community. You know what it kind of reminds me of? It kind of reminds me of like, I don't know if you've seen on Twitter where this has been a conversation lately where um, there's a difference between like gay community and then the queer community, Mm -hmm. which is like the gay community or where it's like, it's exclusionary to trans people. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. um, on the gay community side, you'll get attitudes like, oh, well, I'm not like that kind of gay or mask for mask type of shit. Yeah. And, you know, like it's very it's very um, mean and, and and just like treats people who are like femme or trans and mm-hmm. things like that. Who are not white. Not welcoming, you know, I'm just it's just it is, so. Um, so I feel like that's maybe where on that side where she lands on that. You Probably, know? you know, because I think she felt i mean there's a obviously the gay character right what is it um albus right right again she wrote him as a gay character didn't necessarily say it in the books and then later said it was like insinuated for a long time yeah so right there is a big thing that obviously she did intend for queer or gay uh, audiences audiences to kind of resonate for it to kind of resonate and for anyone who just have never been able to fit in right mm-hmm. anyone who's different anyone who's whatever uh basically made for like the underdog kind yeah. of person and and it's so hard for me to think that someone who created this world who created this this place this magical place and this place of acceptance and tolerance and and all this thing is I mean, like valuing that, friendships and, right. and relationships that you have with yeah. the people that you kind of form along the way. Because this is also a, like a, a coming of age series, right? right? Because that ta- I mean, the sh- it starts when Harry is 11. Right. You know, it goes all the way up to when he's 17. So right. um, anybody who has, I mean, pretty much everyone here listening, hello, you and I, um, all of us, we know what it's like growing up, you know, gay, queer. Yeah especially in the teen years, like Mm -hmm. that stage from 11 to 17 is so hard. Yeah. And so, you know, having that series really helped a lot of people and Mm -hmm. kind of being able to identify with one or more of the characters or sometimes not even identifying, but just like kind of seeing like, Oh, well this is like the kind of relationships I want for myself Yeah. or, you know, it just gives people that that good feeling. Yeah. And that, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's so crazy that, you know, again, she from the very beginning knew where she was ending. Yeah. And she kind of just filled in the gaps and then started with the first. Yeah. But she knew exactly where she needed to end, according to her. Like, she always knew where it was going to end and she just kind of filled in the gaps. Yeah. You know, so for me, like, you know, when when people talk about the Harry Potter books and how they're just for kids... I'm always like, they're not really just for kids. If you read, like, if you begin begin reading them as a kid, I mean, for us, for uh, for people that read the books along with the, when it was coming out, yeah, we basically grew up with the books because the release of the book sometimes took years. So then by the time we got a new book, you know, we were much older. So we kind of got like something new and like we were able to kind of dive back into the wizarding world and just experience the world with with harry and with the characters and you know their new issues and sh- and shit like that mm-hmm. you know so for us that 
grew up during that time we kind of grew up with the book so we kind of were just following along with the story and it kind of just followed us through so as as the books progress they obviously get a lot darker so Mm -hmm. it's like yes they start off as kids books but they touch on some very interesting topics that i kind of want to talk about too because it kind of goes back to why i love the harry potter books and again i found myself thinking like i didn't buy any other stuff so now i was thinking so is this enough Mm -hmm. do i need to burn my books do i need to throw them away what do i do like how do i how do i love harry potter while still you know staying true to my community and supporting my community and it wasn't until the this game came out that trans people started talking about it and saying like i like i'm gonna still buy the game and there's better ways to support the queer community yeah. than like boycotting this game yeah you know and i saw another tiktok where a guy was like you know if you guys really cared about the trans community you wouldn't be attacking this game. You guys would go after what really matters because to you guys, like the game is an easy target mm-hmm. because why don't you guys go boycott universal studios who has a whole Harry Potter world dedicated to them? Yeah. Why don't you stand outside of universal studios out of Orla- uh, outside of Orlando, outside of, you know, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Why don't you go t- uh, to Lego? Why don't you boycott Lego who has a fucking Harry Potter uh, merch of Harry Potter, you know, different sets of Harry Potter of the yeah. Harry Potter world. And there's few other places you can go boycott, but like yeah. w- this one particular game got a shit ton of hate, and a lot of people just started. And not only that, but they started bullying people who did want to enjoy the game. Mm. Yeah, there was like a there's a crazy response to how this all played out, you know? Yeah. Um. So I I've kind of been just seeing what not really gauging, but just kind of like I was interested to see how like members of the trans community specifically were responding right. specifically like trans women. Yeah. Um, I, I really wanted to see what, how their response was to the game and, or not, not to the game per se, but just like they were bringing it up and, and such. So one of the Queens that I follow Eve 6,000 who was on, um, she's a trans woman from uh, Canada's drag race. And so one of her things that I agreed with was like, she tweeted something like, Oh, bank account, before the game was like you know billionaire and then after the game billionaire you know so that game doesn't impact where you know what you what you're protesting and trying to stand up against it's for nothing basically because it's it doesn't it doesn't diminish it doesn't diminish anything from her yeah and like i said her check was already cut and signed and cashed yeah because that stuff like that has to be in the works over the years like they have to get the license initially before they even have like development for the game Mm -hmm. so you know protesting the game doesn't matter if anything you're you're just hurting the company who you know i think they've even separated themselves from not even necessarily the company because again at the end of the day the company is capitalism yeah right right we can talk about the developers yeah yeah the developers the people that took time the people that whose jobs who whose art this is you know whose job this is whose whole thing is you know they this is their career they they make video games they make art they do the sound for it they do the music for it whatever it is all these people working on this game who also the developers added a, a trans character into this just to make like the and not necessarily saying that they needed to to make the trans community feel welcome, mm-hmm. but this is their way of like, hey, we know that 
we're not she who must not be named is a bitch or whatever but here in this game trans people are are valid people you know and not saying again not saying that they need to validate them but again this is like here's a game for you to enjoy and you you are in this world you do exist in this world yeah like for us like we're creating this like this is our take on this world for you yeah but in our world that we that we create like you know you're included yeah you know yeah and i like the tweet that i just mentioned i responded and i just said like you know i i definitely agree like you're making a lot of points because it's very easy to especially now with social media right on every platform there's a lot of issues right like big issues that get brought up and this has been one of the biggest ones with the launch of the game and you know trans rights and things like that um i mentioned that it's very easy for people to kind of just go on a keyboard and just be able to say like oh like don't buy this fucking game or whatever like kind of like just like a tight message and like oh this is my this is my activism for the day is like okay don't buy this fucking game or telling a bunch of people like to not buy this game as like as if that's making the real impact or the real difference you know we're calling the people that do want to buy the game transphobic yeah like wow you really showed yeah you really showed she who must not be named that you i don't know the name of the the streamer per se but i know there was a there was a, a few gaming streamers but i think there was one in particular who i think he ran an idea on his twitch or something like a poll mm-hmm. and was saying like oh well what if i played the game on twitch but i you know do it as like a charity event right and all the money and the proceeds go towards um you know trans charities and things like that Mm -hmm. and i guess he received like a lot of backlash for it and things like that and it's like that's like you know it's just like people were saying like oh not to because of the whole trans issue and i'm like that doesn't like make sense you know like that was for a good cause like if unless you're gonna do it for a good cause you shouldn't i don't think it's you should be like putting it out there like that you know Mm -hmm. i don't know just like on a like on a big platform like that you know yeah and and i think people can enjoy it quite like you can enjoy it in you know the your own comfort you know but but here's the thing the thing the thing with me and the thing that i kind of found while i was trying to like you know i was going through a lot of um, trans content creators who are talking about the game and i kept like looking up just like people's different opinions and you know and again not to invalidate anyone who feels that they don't want to be part of that yeah you know with all due respect you are more than welcome to not be part of the game because i understand yeah you're not you don't feel welcome and that is totally okay that's valid however i think that one of this this tiktok person they literally brought up a very good point is that when you start harassing and bullying the people talking about talking them telling them they're like transphobic and like blasting them and trying to bring them down you're becoming the monster that you're basically trying to fight Mm -hmm. you've become your worst nightmare yeah you know and then there's been some discourse and argument over the fact that like when you're kind of putting a negative light it's doing the opposite of what you're intending because it's kind of putting a negative light on trans people right where you're like we're you know because you're saying that people will think oh, well, now I can't fucking enjoy this game because of trans people. Yeah. Or, like, I can't even talk about this game because somebody's going to attack me for 
being transphobic, you know? Right. And meanwhile, so, the and trans so that, community might, might not even be involved in any of this. Yeah. And, and, it's, and, and sometimes what I've seen is that a lot of these people talking bad about or calling people trans people are not even trans themselves. They're just bandwagging on this like trend of like calling people out for being transphobic or whatever. And it's like, well, are you really helping? Because are you really going out to vote? Yeah. That's another important that's what, thing. That's, that's actually was another thing I was going to mention. Cause like, you know, if people really do want to make an impact, um, people need to kind of rethink where they need to take that energy. To. Right. Um, again, people doing that shit online, you know, saying protesting the game and things like that or buying it. It's not going to do a damn thing. Right. You're not doing blatantly, quite honestly, you're not doing honestly, anything for at the this trans point, community or the gay community. She who must not be named is basically like Disney. She has too much everywhere yeah. to stop her by boycotting one thing. It's basically like she has the power. She's a billionaire. Right. She's she's the elite. Right. And people know? were bringing up like, well, then if you want to protest billionaires, protest um, Twitter. You guys yeah. are still using Twitter. You know, th- there's a lot of things that you I we mean, can it, talk it about. I mean, it basically brings up a big argument about being ethical in a consumer society. Yeah. Because you can look at any facet of right. society and see a problem. Right. You know, whether it's like environmental. Makeup. Environmental. Environmental. Yeah. Economic. Um, just everywhere like I there's mean, an impact on something girl, whether it's directly to the you know on a small scale or on a wide scale there's everything impacts something right so makeup eating meat uh technology technology waste waste our know, own fucking clothing clothes. fast fashion yeah like it's like you know it's it's it doesn't make sense yeah like the energy to putting into protesting the game where you could be taking the energy somewhere else so, like, I, I, I picked this up because I follow, like, a few trans people, mm-hmm. right, um, on TikTok and social media and things like that because I like to stay informed. And that's other things people can do. It's like, okay, you can at least, like, stay informed, like, with trans people online or, you know, within your own community. You and I both follow um, a lot of, like, our local queens and mm-hmm. performers and artists and things like mm-hmm. that because that's how you show out you know that's one that's another thing you can do is like go out and support your you know local artists your trans artists performers and things like that Mm -hmm. but also the fact that so i don't know if you've heard of how many freaking anti-lgbt and trans bills there have been this year just this year already we're only in february yeah no 340 anti-lgbtq plus gotcha and out of those 340, 150 specifically target trans, trans people. people. Yep. Which, again... <sighs> it's like deep sigh, bitch. Like, yeah. It's, we're, only in, we're only two months into the year. Yeah. Um, so that was, a, that was a number from the Human Rights Campaign. So if you want to check that out, you can see it on hrc.org. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, that's just like... That's crazy to me. And if... Okay. That's why I'm saying people can take that to where it really matters. Like you need to be more active in your local politics, your state politics, your federal right. politics. Um, Cause it's, it's be, not, it's Brent, not getting any be easier an out informed there. Voter. You know, I mean, I'm going to be quite honest. I didn't know midterm elections were a thing until I was like 
I think maybe until I was about 24 or 23, somewhere around there, was the first time that I learned about midterm elections. So it took me a while to, f- to figure that out, right? Mm-hmm. And so then once I actually <laughs> knew that they were a real thing, I was like, oh, okay. So we basically vote every two years because then we have a presidential election yeah. and then we have a midterm and yeah. the cycle continues because um, I was only voting in presidential. I, had, yeah. I did, literally didn't have any idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, th- I'm very active now in yeah. voting. I don't, I try not to, well, actually not even try. I don't miss a freaking yeah. voting cycle. I haven't missed one, um, you know, ever since I found that out. So mm-hmm. like, because that's important because midterms is important for us here. Cause that determines like senators and congressmen. And those are obviously what determines national laws you know things that affect us on a on a big scale and that's where you need to put your energy to and that's something that i always tell people who would say well voting doesn't do anything i'm like Mm -hmm. well do you really vote the way you're supposed to vote yeah do you even vote at all right or do you even vote are you even registered bitch right because that's the thing like you can vote on just a president but again at the end of the day you also need to worry about like who you're sending you know, to as senators and as Congress people. And I mean, just look at here where we live. I'm going to use us as an example. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was very active in trying to like tell other people that I knew about, um, that close race we had with our, the Congress race, mm-hmm. right? We have our fucking long-term Senator, apparently bitch sitting on the seat since we were born, uh, Republican conservative. What is it? January 6th supporter. Yeah. You know, um, but I was doing my best to try to educate people um, around me about Will Rollins, who we yeah. had running. Um, he didn't win, but, you know, I I put my energy to it. Right. Because that's yeah. that's where it mattered, because we've we've I'm, I wanted to get this man unseated yeah. from his position, you know, because um, he's obviously he, being from California, girl. Like, how are you? How are you trying to represent us? Like, that's right. not that's not what we want. You just got to put your energy where it really matters. Right. Even, you know, sometimes you might not win, but you're trying to make an impact, you know? Right. Um, and it's about the bigger Trying to picture. make them sweat. Yeah. It's about the bigger picture. Because if they see a picture. closer raise, they're like, damn, bitch, it's close. Exactly. That was a big thing. It, I was constantly monitoring, monitoring the race and it was very tight at first. And I mean, slowly the gap started widening a little bit. Yeah. But I think the fact that it wasn't like an overwhelming like astounding win right off the jump. Yeah. I think was what I think made an impact and kind of like, okay, maybe the next race right. is going to be even closer with the right candidate that I'm up against. Right. It, it could be even tighter. Right. You know, Re- referencing, referencing the thing we're talking about. Basically you got rid of a horcrux and he's becoming weaker. <laughs> so maybe next year, you know, we'll, uh, I mean, look at, look at what happened this year. Or not this year, but this past midterm election, mm-hmm. there was the whole thing about um, a lot of like Gen Z, younger people who came out and supported and voted blue and kind of stopped that overwhelming conservative wave mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. was supposed to come through. A lot, a lot of people were speculating and it didn't happen. Yeah. It, was, it was like a historical moment because it didn't follow the standard the trend. trends of yeah. the history of election cycles. Yeah. I think when you do put that energy where it does matter, it's, it really does make an impact and actually serves the purpose that you really want it to serve. Right. 
So, I mean, you know, again, this is kind of just like kind of where I was at. Where do I stand? You know, and but the more I saw TikToks and the more I thought about it and the more I kind of just thought about it to myself, I realized that, you know, they were right. Like sometimes our own community are starting to become the bullies towards other people when we need to be together and and stand up for everybody yeah you know and this game again like you said doesn't really make a difference and and i think that as myself as a as a harry potter fan i i think what we need what we need to do as a community because if you if you think about it she's just the person that created the world yeah but the fandom that came with it and the community that came with it is accepting it's loving it's understanding there's a reason why these books resonate with all these people yeah because the themes of the book my area of expertise comes in where i knew reading those books were gonna mean something someday you know Uh one of the biggest major themes in the book it's love yeah motherly love friendships like it's just love is one of the i mean bitch it's spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't read the books skip on it's only been 30 it's only been 20 something 20 years. something years 30 something years i don't know but i also don't want to ruin it for anyone who might be in the middle of their journey so if you yeah. guys want to skip ahead skip ahead for a few minutes <laughs> i mean the fact that harry was saved by love multiple times yeah is enough to like solidify that this the biggest theme in this book is love mm-hmm. right and so for me it's like okay well yes she stands for this but not not the series not the not this world not this magical place not the community because of all the people that i've met the harry potter fans Mm -hmm. with the exception of us slytherins who always like to act like we're better you know (laughs) we're the better house whatever it doesn't matter that's my my butthole (laughs) that's my harry butthole that's that's what i think yeah you know, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to, and I'll bag on Hufflepuffs and whatever, but at the end of the day, I love Hufflepuffs. I love Ravenclaws. I love. As you should. Right. Because it's, it's, it's a, it's a gimmick. That's a, just a thing. We, Slytherins are, 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 are cunning. We're mean. We're whatever, you know, just to add to that, it's like, oh, we're a community that loves. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, and I think that's where some of the response has come where, you know, I've seen people who respond to just not wanting to hear or discuss the game, you know, because um, I've seen people who just like muted it on Twitter. Like, you yeah. know how you can mute or block certain phrases or words from coming up on your timeline at all. Yeah. Um, I've seen that response. Yeah. Right. And uh, I totally get it. And I think some of it comes from also knowing how it resonates with the community right you know um so i think part of that is for people's own sake but also i guess i think out of respect for others in the community who really resonate with and identify with the story and the characters and things like that and i think as long as you know people make it clear that well i mean i don't think people have to make it clear um because i think it's obvious whether or not you're transphobic pretty sure that's really blatantly obvious right um but you know i think we identify with each other like how much that story and world means to a lot of people within us right 
And and again, like if you think about it, the theme of love always seems to be the biggest advantage in the books. Yeah. It always favorable to the good side, right? Like I think at one point Harry is like, Well, I feel sorry for you because you'll never experience love. You'll never know what love is like. Uh-huh. You'll never have friends, you'll never whatever, whatever, you know? Again, solidifying the fact that love is like the pow- most powerful this fucking I mean, thing. In the queer community, we we as you know, together we preach love and acceptance and things like that. And like you said, that definitely is a uh, one of the biggest themes in the book. And I just thought about it now, like how it kind of resonates with us as well is the fact that Harry obviously has this whole chosen family thing, which is something that a lot of us in the community really like connect to at the fact that a lot of us have chosen family, especially like chosen parents. You know, sometimes you have like that older mentor or somebody who, you know, really looks out for you and teaches you things and things like that. So that's, I think that's also one of the themes that really carries along. Yeah. That's what, that's what I was going to say. How the theme of like family is not always related to you. You know, a, a lot of the times we've talked about this in the podcast, like sometimes we don't have blood family, Yeah, blood family sometimes ain't shit. Yeah. But our chosen family is what, what we have. And, and Harry has a re- really good chosen family with like the Weasleys and, they His take friends. him in and Molly like just loves him immensely that the fact that I think one like one really important thing that I like to why I want to bring up is that one during one of the I think they're like cleaning out. I don't know if it was Grimmauld Place or this is this is during the fifth book or or if it was their own house, but they were cleaning out their house or cleaning okay. doing cleaning and there is a a boggart in one of the rooms okay which if you guys if you guys remember the boggart's what basically turned into your worst fears and what what happened with her was her biggest fear was seeing all her children dead and within those within that group of people harry was in there oh which solidified like he she sees harry as her own freaking kid I'm over here about to cry. Um, but like just this, you know, like. Well, I mean, that's kind of, you know, relating to how deep we as queer people form bonds. Yeah. You know, we really, once we have kind of our our people that we let within our inner circle, they really mean a lot to us. Yeah. Because that's basically what you have. Yeah. That's That's who you've decided to really let in and decide who you can be you know silly and goofy and sad and can cry and be angry and like show your most realist self to without being afraid yeah you know yeah and you know within the also within the book there's like the theme of discrimination right because there's also like werewolves or like lupin who's like has this condition and like as soon as uh, the board finds out or the families find out then they all are angry and they all send messages to Dumbledore and they're all upset that how dare you let a person like that teach my kids sound fucking familiar mm-hmm. sounds fucking familiar fucking drag queens reading to children <laughs> how dare you let a drag queen a drag queen <laughs> uh, read to children how dare you let a gay a man or a lesbian woman be the teacher of my kid you yeah. get what i'm saying like it, it's like very parallel to kind of what we experience in, in our world 
and you know it cost him his job sometimes it cost him the his mental health and yeah it's things that we as queer people experience you know yeah definitely we definitely um that's what i'm saying we there's a lot of different aspects in there that can honestly just keep on going the whole racism thing pure blood versus muggles and all the like it's just again a lot of these themes i'm like how is it that this person this piece (laughs) of shit person wrote these books about tolerance about acceptance about And a, and a running joke that kind of happens in, in or uh, that I've heard within the Harry Potter community, it's like, well, now we know why she wrote those, uh, the Death Eater so well. <laughs> you know, she, she's been on that side the whole fucking time. Yeah. You know, she's been on the dark side the whole fucking People time. People were saying that uh, she became Umbridge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bitch. Florida. The umbra- <laughs> bitch. Florida. The with banning books, certain books. Oh, and choosing the gosh, kind of books yeah. that they're allowed to read. That was the whole theme of the fifth fucking book. Yeah. The ministry taking over and only allowing certain fucking books to yeah. books that are ministry approved. We're going to let you learn the way the ministry allows you to learn. Yeah. Sound fucking familiar? Yeah. Yeah. Again, I mean, reasons was why. It, was it pretty soul crushing for you when you first found out like these comments? Like, I, I don't know. Did you believe it at first? Like, I, was it kind of hard to kind of like not hard i was just like wait really what the fuck is going on it's just so i think one day it was just so out of left field it was so out of left field and again just based on the world she created i'm like how can a person that created a world of acceptance of love uh, the books are full of that those kinds of themes like with the house elves the giants mudbloods werewolves the bonds the chosen family all this shit and you're a piece of shit this whole fucking time yeah what mm-hmm. it was crazy but i believed it because yeah. i was like well bitches that's you that's you showing your true colors cool you know but again that was kind of what i, I had like, like got it got right it. and that's kind of where my whole journey of like where do i stand where how do i feel about this and now i just like you know what like i love i'm i'm still not gonna be buying anything as again with the exception of the game because again this is a game that i've been waiting for for my whole fucking life mm-hmm. and my the, and f- just to add i think a lot of people who are playing the game are kind of like healing their inner child well i mean it, it fulfills the fantasy of people who wanted to get into hogwarts as a right kid, wanted uh, to get that letter again it, it just it, i mean i told it to you the other day and i almost cried like as a queer person who didn't feel always welcome everywhere as a queer person that didn't want to be the way he, he was and and felt ashamed and felt the way he felt. I always hoped that it was stupid for me to think that, right. For me to be like, well, one day Hagrid's going to go, not necessarily Hagrid, but like a person that's Hagrid is going to walk through that door and take and tell me, you actually belong somewhere else. <laughs> like take you away. Take you away and take me to a world where, or take me to a place where I'm take accepted. Take me away. A secret, a secret place. place. A sweet escape. escape. <laughs> take me away. <laughs> I got to fucking fuck. But yeah, like, you know, I think that I, for most of us, we wanted that. We wanted a Hagrid to come 
take us and tell us like, hey. I mean, that's anybody. This who, is who you are. Yeah. But it's okay. You're accepted here. Look at this. There's a lot of people like you. Yeah. You know? The fact, like how you just said it kind of just made me think of like being closeted and like how you you feel like the only one yeah in the world yes that's like well, i was like what's wrong with me or right what, what like you know yeah like you think you're the only one and yeah. so you kind of yearn for that bigger world and yeah you know and and hoping that there's others like you and then when you find out there actually are yeah you're just like kind of taking it back and you're like whoa it's basically like how harry feels when he walks into um diagon alley right it's like this whole other world and he's looking around he's like oh my god there's people just like me like mm-hmm. they're just out and about being proud it's like when a gay person goes to a gay club for the first time right like i remember going to my first gay club or going to a gay, first gay neighborhood and there's guys walking around holding holding hands, hands. I was shocked. I was like, wait, y'all can do that here? Right. No one's going to tell you nothing? I mean, obviously, there's still, like, you know, the underlying issues of, yeah, like, right, right, they're right. Still get, they, the, we still get attacked, but just the first it's interaction. An initial, it's an initial gay culture shock. Yeah. Because, you know, if you if you had spent a lot of time, you know, being closeted and, and not being allowed to be yourself because of safety or family or, or whatever have you, whatever is the reason... Uncle like Vernon we, and Aunt Petunia. When you go to those places, like uh-huh. I remember, I think I was 18 and my first time ever was going to WeHo. Yeah. I went to West Hollywood with a friend. And and again, I, <laughs> I know we have our issues with WeHo, but it was just the fact of just seeing other people just being themselves and like, you know. Wearing the gayest, it, the gayest yeah. outfits, like the skimpiest tanks and the tightest jeans <laughs> and just looking as gay as can be, yeah. but then just walking around being proud yeah. and holding hands with like there was so much other. power in that. And so much like, Oh, I had, I like, don't know. Wow. If, I don't know if you had the same feeling, but I felt like a sore thumb. Yeah. I felt so like, I'm like everyone, like everyone feels so established in I'm being just like, gay. Everyone, <laughs> everyone just looks, everyone looks so good. And meanwhile, I'm over here looking like a, limp noodle over here <laughs> and um but yeah but like you know that that's pretty much like our experience like you know when you're in the closet and always you know being hated on for being gay by your family or by your friend but not your friends but like by other people yeah. or whatever and then you finally get out to the real world or and you go to communities where you are accepted and you're celebrated Mm-hmm. that same culture shock that kind of Harry had when he walked first into Diagon Alley is very similar, very like parallel, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you just, it, it's just, it's, it was a, in a weird, crazy experience. And now I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, do the generation of this time, do they experience that same thing? You know, because obviously it's still not fully accepted, but it's a little bit more acceptable now. Yeah. You know, I wonder what it's like for them, mm-hmm. you know, like how much different is it? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure going to a gay club is still a culture shock. It is. Cause I, I remember I when I, I don't went, think that feeling ever goes away because it's like, again, it's a coming of age thing. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's I mean, kind of bitch, our thing. You, you get to a gay club. First thing you're going to see is a fucking go-go boy up on <laughs> somewhere, uh, yeah. flopping his dick everywhere and just 
dancing the night away. All around you, you'll hear. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you'll just hear boom, 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 just like the loud ass music. And yeah. like I said, go, go boys busting it open, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> and go, go girls too. Uh, you know what? With like th- this whole thing that we've been talking about, I think you can connect to this world mm-hmm. without connecting to the creator. Yes. You and know, that's something. Oh, go ahead. Um, <laughs> what was that? So I was saying that like, you can connect with the, with the content and not mm-hmm. necessarily with the, like the creator themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause at this point I feel it's just a universal story. I'd want to say, of, yeah. cause a lot of people can, not just us, right? As like the gay community, like m- lots of other people resonated w- with it in different ways. Right. I think if you want to make an impact or make, I guess, like more a- of an ethical consumption choice, mm-hmm. it's like you can buy, people can buy f- used, like the books used from somebody else. Like, you yeah. know, probably somebody else doesn't want them anymore. So yeah. if you don't want to buy it new and, you know, give your pennies to, creator over there yeah then you know there's just like other ways that you can make less of an impact directly to her you know yeah and again just going back to kind of what you said listen the craze of the books happened already she collected her billions yeah literally you purchasing the the books now is like pennies to her yeah just compared money wise right like if you buy the set of like, uh, I think they're like 120, 150 for the full set. Uh-huh. Like $150 is not going to break her. $150 is not going to make her any more richer. Like mm-hmm. she's just at a point where she's just a billionaire. Even now. just arguing online with her is like not even. It's not it's, even it, worth it. it. It's because it's when you're arguing with somebody who who's is just up not there gonna, in that status, like they're not really going to change their or who's, mind. Who doesn't even Who's not going to listen? Not even to the status. It's just who's just not going to listen, right? They're like just they're closed off. They're, they're closed off. There's no there's no way of you going in. Not even if you use Oculemcy. Uh, no, I'm, I'm what doing was that? Oculemcy. It's like well, Oculemcy is actually the way you keep people out of your mind. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Anyways, Harry Potter. <laughs> I was trying to reference Harry Potter, but anyways, uh, yeah. Just you know, you're never going to be able to just get into her head the best way to fight her off is just like going to the polls i mean obviously she's yeah that's what i'm saying is like you can you can prove your point where it's gonna matter and be like oh well you know yeah we got we got trans bills protections and all this stuff we you know we put people into power who you know who can make what the majority of people want happen and see that you are wrong you are wrong bitch in this scenario or in this right. situation or where you stand, like that, and what again, you say is might, not what the majority of people st- think. And again, she might still think that way. And that's perfectly fine. You can die being a rotted fucking bitch. That's fine. <laughs> cool. Stay rotted where it matters is going to the polls, making the difference, make standing up, but supporting it's basically trans like the- creators, trans artists, trans. If that's a, if you really are about trans people, that's where you need to do. That's where yeah. you need to focus. Yeah. Like lift their voices. Even right. If you have, I mean, there's people who are trans artists and such that do things online, mm-hmm. you know, like you can view an online show, buy artwork. Stream. You know, there are so many, Gaming, so streams. many creative people out there. Yeah. yeah streamers. 
a lot of trans streamers, content creators of all kinds. Like trans OnlyFans too. Just saying, we're always talking about the OnlyFans and the dicks and yeah. the holes and whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can look at where you can directly impact somebody to be able to lift them up and be like, okay, like I really want your voice to be heard, and so I'm like gonna like follow you and mm-hmm. and help put you out there because mm-hmm. you know we're in a place where numbers matter you right. know so having that follow and such helps to boost the voices that actually matter and the and directly benefit the people right. who you want to support also keeping in mind that not because they're trans doesn't mean they stand for what they for what you believe in because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we have miss caitlin jenner over there <laughs> oh god um, we're not right. It was a whole other. Yeah, a she's whole a whole other, other bitch over right. there. But just because, again, but again, just, just keeping in mind that just because they're trans doesn't necessarily mean they stand for trans right, equal rights, or all the other stuff, right? Yeah. So again, just again, keeping in mind who I mean, you're it's supporting, just like, being an informed person. Yeah. It just, just goes like back pe- to being informed. It's just like people who are gay. You know, people who are gay doesn't mean like they support. Bitch, we got conservative homophobia. Gays. We got conservative. Gay. I, I don't know how. I don't know how that happens. I don't get it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how you can be sucking dick and on your knees and, and taking being like, dick, fuck the gays. And then being like, fuck them bitches. <laughs> fuck them faggots. But like the only one that could be is me. The only gay that matters is me. Yeah. And even then, I mean, they're usually white. So that's why they have their white privilege and that's why they can get away with that stuff. But there's still some that are not white and they're still yeah. conservative. And I'm still confused as to how that's happening. But yeah. that's just not my thoughts. I'm just saying. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but, but again, just uh, to close off and to do that, I think that we as a community, the Harry Potter community, as a queer community, for those of us that are, you know, queer and in the Harry Potter community and love the Harry Potter community and grew up with it and love it and still hold it dear. I think that there's a way for us to take back this magical place, Mm -hmm. this magical feeling. A lot of us have childhood memories. I have memories of like sitting in my room, staying up late to read the next chapter. I have, I have things, I have lessons. I have quotes that I live by from these books that I hold dearly and and have shaped me into the way I think. And because of these books, obviously like for me, it was like hard. So like, I'm like, well, where do I stand? It's like, I'm not going to delete half of who I am or like part of my memories, you know, mm-hmm. but I think it's just taking back what is ours. Yeah. This community that's ours and making yeah. it a positive again, not attacking people for if they want to play the game, let them play the game. If they don't want to play the game. Great. Don't make them play the game. Yeah. Just, I guess, just respecting one another's buttholes, <laughs> respecting one another's stands, respecting yeah. one another. And also, it, again, if you are a, a supporter of, or not a supporter, but if you are like, you know, still trying to be part of the Harry Potter community, but do support trans rights and trans people, then go fucking do what you have to do to keep the trans people safe because if you're saying you really are an ally but just love harry potter well then show it where it matters like this one instance of the game is not gonna make or break your stance on you know the whole the whole trans issue right like it's not gonna despite what this whole online situation is and people coming for you it's like there are people behind a keyboard right and again it it 
it's probably just a trend thing that people are just getting on. And sometimes people bandwagon. just want things to get riled up about. Right. Especially online. Like I said, it's so easy to do that. Yeah. Um, people just kind of find issues to troll people about mm-hmm. and just like, I don't know, like just give this sense of uneasiness and making people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Or, or, or what happens is I'm more ethical than you are because I'm standing above you and not doing this. So because oh, of this, yeah, yeah, yes. like there's this high horse and it's like, no, get off your fucking high horse. You're not more ethical or less ethical than I am because of this one particular thing. Yeah. It doesn't make or break you. So I think then again, just taking back our community and again, protecting our trans. And I think it's community. fair. It's fair to be able to take back. I mean, it's kind of like reclaiming, right? You know, people reclaiming reclaim, my time, reclaiming things that, um, you know, that are negative and, right. you know, kind of turning it around to, you know, just to. Again, that streamer that was trying to do that positive thing. Like, why did we shoot that person down? Right. Like that could have like, been that a could positive have gone thing. to the charities and. Right. And, you know, which obviously benefit directly benefit trans people because that's, you know, what they support. Right. And so, like, I think just people need to be um, just more open to understanding, like why this is not making the impact that yeah you know this is that they think it is yeah i think people just need to be more also like you said more self-aware take a step back is this really helping the community the way i think it's helping right or is this damaging right the community or tearing someone else down yeah right is it is this am i is the message coming across or is like I don't know. Not, not not that it's coming across, but like, is it intending? Is what I'm doing intended? What doing what I'm intending it for it yeah, to do? Yeah, that. you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, you just got to be sure that if what you're doing is the right yeah. way to do it, or can, or like, is there something more meaningful, more impactful that can be done? Which is again, like I said, knowing your politics and things that are going on, and because for all you know, there's there's probably a you know anti-trans bill in your county or city yeah. and things like that like it's been crazy out there yeah uh, again follow also something that's pretty easy that you could do is following the the trans uh girls from drag race if you are you know because a lot of a lot of people will go on and follow the trade of the season they'll follow like the cute one or like the fishy yeah. one or like the the winner right? right but then they'll forget about the others uh, contestants that are might be trans that might have other stories that might come from a different background it's yeah. like if you really are about that show it don't mm-hmm. just fucking talk the talk right yeah and i think it's also i wanted to say this too is like even though or like we're reclaiming harry potter right mm-hmm. i think it's also fair it's fair to reclaim it but it's also still at the same time like people are um we can still critique it for its other problems right right like there are lots of other problems with you know the series and things like that like people have a problem with like the lack of poc representation and things like that and that's fair right you know um it's like two things can be simultaneous like you can embrace it but also acknowledge its problems and and critique it and things like that because that's how you move forward with like okay well for future story writers or for future storytellers like this is something more of what we want and things like that Mm -hmm. you know because yeah. that's how you improve and people can be more inclusive and and grow to tell better stories and better things. Right. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. I think that that's fair. But also for those that are reclaiming, you know, who are deciding to reclaim Harry Potter and the world and stuff. Also keep in mind that people might not want to and that's okay. And also respecting those around you if they do not want to hear of Harry Potter and if they don't want to hear of she who must not be named or even talk about the fact that that's going on and they're sensible to sensible sensitive to the topic respect that yeah like just just be like okay cool yeah i'm here if you need to have anyone to talk to and to any of our fellow listeners who need somebody to talk to uh like let's talk let's let's talk have that discussion well not not even just that like just i'm not saying like i'm not saying i'm not open to having a discussion no yeah yeah, i'm saying what i was trying to say was like we're here to to love and we're here to offer support so if you need to talk just to talk if you're having a rough day if you're having trouble with whatever it is you're having trouble with um this is what we're here for you know closet takes at closet takes podcast (laughs) on instagram and at closet takes pod on twitter reach out to us message us we'll try to make you laugh we love it we try to we try to interact with everybody messages wherever you guys are you know we always try to do that to you know just be lifting and supportive and you know that's kind of our purpose here and why we started it was to just kind of make a space where you know we can just talk about things and kiki laugh and such but also you know being able to talk about those serious issues and things like that and how they connect to us in life yeah also reaching out to our community and making us a safe space for everyone so yeah especially it makes us you know easily accessible to people all over the world i'm always accessible (laughs) i'm always easily accessible actually (laughs) you know i i I love being here i love being able to talk to you know talk to you and whether basically talk to everybody listen yeah whether it's uh one of you or 100 or 1000 of you guys listening the fact that we're doing this and the fact that I'm out here just putting myself out there for you guys. And if it, if even if it just reaches one person and yeah. I impact with that one person, I'm completely fine with that. Yeah. You know, so, you know, we're here for our queers and peers. Yeah. We're here to make you guys laugh and talk about dicks <laughs> and buttholes. Yeah. Harry buttholes. I speak for Franco and I when I say, you know, we really appreciate all of you guys being here. Yeah. All of our listeners that are out there. This was a very big issue to talk about, so it was a know, hard one. Franco has just been um, not dying, but just I've, contemplating. I've, yeah, I've been wanting to do a Harry Potter episode, and I think I'm willing to do another episode, just diving into the fun stuff of it. Yeah, and then probably later when I finish the game, I'll probably you know yeah. talk about the story. And yeah, stuff. we just thought it was like something very important to talk about since it's relative to the community. We just thought, like, well, let's, and it's kind of going on right now. Let's bring you know, it up. It's, yeah, it's it's a really big thing right now, and um, I think a lot of people who you know have opinions just like that, contemplating like you, people who are queer and um, wanting to think about, like, well, should I do this? Is it right to do this? Am I right. is am I transphobic if I do this? Right. Like, am and I again, not? Am I not the ally again, that I think I am? We're not trans, so. Our opinions can be completely wrong and that's completely fine. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's totally valid because again, we're never going to be able to understand a trans person. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We just understand from what we see, from what we hear. And I think, like I said, just 
keeping that in mind that we're not professionals for no. to speak for tra- for the trans community that we're not professionals to speak on anything but just basically sharing our buttholes yeah and you know and this is what we think and this is how we feel and and again like you said i think it it's good for us to put it out there because yeah. there might be other people who are on the fence just like i am and, and just saying that you're you're not a bad person for <laughs> this one game thing or even for liking the books because again the books have a bigger and more meaningful message than the fucking twat over there yeah and look and we didn't even bring your name in once she who must not be named (laughs) we used her own shit against her (laughs) and and this is how you take shit back you turn her into the she who must not be named you delete you turn her into the things that we don't Thanos snap yeah it's like yeah yeah see so you she can created talk about the they... he who must not be named. Well, now she can take the she who must not be named. Yeah. Take that label, bitch. You can, like, take all that negative stuff and <sighs> out, in, out of existence. Like Use flu powder and send her somewhere else. Shoo. Shoo her away. <laughs> <sighs> but, yeah. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. I know this was a big episode, but... Again, it was just something kind of important to us that we really wanted to get to. So mm-hmm. we appreciate all of you guys out there, all of our queers and peers out there listening. Yeah. So, drop a freaking rating. Yeah. Because we just did that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> We just uh, kicked it. Yeah. Like if you have your own, um, if you have like opinions on the episode and or just on the issue itself or you're kind of contemplating, like feel free to talk to us, you know? Yeah. Um, we're, that's what we're here for. We'd love to be able to interact with everybody. And yeah. You know, like I said, you're probably not the only one who was contemplating this. So I'm mm-hmm. sure there's lots of other people out there and yeah. probably will continue to do so, you know, because, again, it's a series that's kind of going to stay there. I think it's m- cemented in what mm-hmm. it means and it's kind of universal. So, you know, I think people will find this from time to time. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode. Leave a rating. Leave some comments. Five Hit us stars. up on the socials. I already gave them out. Uh, but if you didn't hear <laughs> closet takes podcast at instagram and closet takes pod on twitter yeah so hit us up on those socials hit us up with those ratings hit us up with those comments hit us with the dick and no, i'm kidding um i mean i'm not kidding dm franco D- dm dm DM, me. The dm first dm me first and um <laughs> dm us <laughs> dm us oh, sorry dm us but yeah hit us up with those likes and all that stuff and yeah you know just show us some love yeah because we love you guys love you thank you guys so much for listening we'll see you guys on the next one goodbye bye they're all dirty buttholes